0: Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello,
1: everyone. Good afternoon and happy Friday and all that, and welcome to Learning Blind Tech with Desiree Renée. Uh, I am Desiree Renée Simeone, and I am, um, this is the second uh, time we've done this, so uh, exciting times. Um, so, for today, I'm going to continue a little bit of exploration of NVDA. Um, first, go through kind of the menu settings and options that we didn't go through last time. Um, and then I'll pause for questions after that. And then um, we'll go through basic web navigation with NVDA. So, um, those two portions are pre recorded. That way, I could. Uh, make sure everything worked the way it's supposed to and all that good stuff. Um, So before we get started, I'd like to thank um, Brad and Marcy for for helping us out with streaming and hosting. And um, I'd like to thank everybody for coming and all that. So um, so before I play the first um, pre-recorded demo, I just wanted to kind of explain a little bit about... My job because I kind of mentioned testing a couple of times within the demo Um, so I currently work for Pearson and it's they do exams and certifications and things and I do accessibility testing for them using all kinds of different things screen readers and braille braille devices Um, I went into that a little bit more on the last um, episode um, but so just to kind of, I, I do testing and reporting and that kind of thing. So when that comes up, you'll be able to, to know where that's, what that means. So for now, I'm going to go ahead and start. I'm going to mute myself here, share my screen audio and play it. So hold on one second.
2: Are viewing Desiree Rene's screen. Desiree Renee has started screen sharing.
1: Alright, I think we're sharing now. So I'm gonna play and hopefully it will come through to everybody. Can you guys hear my um Jaws speaking? Yes we can we yes we can yeah, okay full All speech. Right. Yeah that's why yeah okay just making sure. All right here we go Last time we talked about just the settings menu in Preferences and the NVDA menu. I wanted to take some time today and show you the other options that are inside of that menu. Um, So the first thing I'm going to do is, I don't have NVDA running, so I'm going to start it by pressing Control-Alt-N. I'm just on my desktop right now, so I'm going to do that. Taskbar. And it opened very quickly. Um, And then from most places on the screen um, and remember I set my modifier key to the caps lock key So whenever I I talk about that if you haven't set that and yours is still insert Just know that it's the same thing Um, and you can actually use insert even if you set your modify key as the caps lock key um, Because that's the default Um, it lets you use both But I will refer to it as the caps lock key because that's the one I'm using So, I'm going to open the NVDA menu by pressing Caps Lock Key plus N.
0: NVDA menu.
1: And I'm at the top of the menu. And I'm just going to kind of arrow through here and and show you the things that are here. Because last time we just went straight to Preferences and
0: Settings. Preferences submenu P.
1: So, that's that's what that is. Now, there's more other options inside of Preferences, so I'm going to actually open this submenu first.
0: Settings. That's what
1: we explored last time was the settings. I'm going to down arrow.
0: Speech Dictionary submenu D.
1: So here is where you can actually go in and edit how NVDA says things. Um, For instance, my daughter, (laughs) one of my daughter's name is Nadia. And the screen reader likes to call her Nadia. (laughs) I typically leave it alone, but sometimes um, she gets upset when she hears it. So I have in the past gone in and changed the way that that is pronounced. Um, And that's what the speech dictionary is for. So that every time NVDA encounters that word anywhere on your system, it will use the pronunciation that you set um, and I don't know how I made it say no I think I had to do like n-a-w-d-i-a or something like that so that's the speech dictionary I'm gonna down arrow again
0: punctuation slash symbol pronunciation P
1: so this is where it, it'll change the way it pronounces um, some of the different symbols like n-dash and some other kind of mathematics symbols I'm gonna down arrow again
0: input gestures. So
1: this is actually where you can change what different key combinations do. So for instance, um, right now, if you want to get help, and we'll go through this later, um, some keyboard help, we kind of mentioned it last week, you can do caps lock plus the number one. And that turns on the ability to know what each keystroke you push does. So when that is working, you can press like, caps lock down arrow and it'll tell you the function of that key. And then you have to press um, escape or the caps lock one again to toggle that off. This input gestures will allow you to change different keyboard shortcuts. So if you don't want that to be caps lock one, you might want to change it to something else that you'll remember or that you'll use. We could spend an entire episode just talking about the input gestures and messing with that. for now, I'm going to keep going through all of these menu items.
0: Settings. Now we're back at
1: settings. So um, that's the end of the menu. So the way these work is when you get to the bottom, it loops you back up to the top if you keep pressing down arrow. So now I'm going to use the left arrow and actually close the preferences menu.
0: Preferences submenu P.
1: Now I'm back in the main NVDA menu. So I'm going to press down arrow.
0: Tools submenu T.
1: Now here are some tools that are offered and this is again the second option within the NVDA menu when you press the caps lock N once NVDA is running. I'm going to press the right arrow to see what's in this one. View log V. So this is if you have um, an error or something that's not working and you need to see the log and the history of what's happening in your system and what NVDA does you can um, view it in Notepad, and that's pretty high level. If you have some tech support that needs that information, you can get it there. I'm going to press down arrow.
0: Speech viewer.
1: Speech viewer is kind of a fun thing. Um, (laughs) I use it a lot in testing when I'm demonstrating things for, for sighted people because it basically opens this little window on the screen that then shows text of what NVDA is saying. So I typically keep my settings pretty fast um, when I'm normally using NVDA or Jaws. But when I have Speech Viewer on, they'll be able to actually see it. If they can't understand what it's saying, they'll be able to see it in text. Um, It also is very helpful when we're reporting some defect or other on a website or uh, an application and we can show them this is what NVDA says and that is not recommended behavior, that kind of thing. So it's, you basically can turn it on and off um, by pressing enter here if you want to. I'm going to press the down arrow again.
0: Braille Viewer B.
1: And this is the same sort of thing but it's showing on the window of whatever you see on a Braille display. If you have a connected Braille display then when you invoke this then that little window will show in text visually what the braille display is showing you so that the sighted person could see what's happening i'm going to press the down arrow again
0: add-on store yes
1: this is where if you want to go get other voices um, and other plugins to work with various applications you would visit this area and it would take you to nvda's store where they have a bunch of resources where you can purchase different add-ons i'm going to press down arrow again
0: Python console P
1: uh, and this is for the developers. They're kind of writing. They use this to write the, uh, the code for NVDA. You'll probably never use that unless you uh, know code and you could actually make it better for everybody. That would be super awesome. So I'm going to press down arrow again.
0: Create portable copy. See now,
1: here is where you can create a copy on a thumb drive or a memory stick or uh, an SD card and you can take that to any computer. It'll create a portable copy and use the configurations that you set um, here so that when you load that on a different computer, you'll have all of the things that you set up, your modifier key, your speech rate, and those kind of things. I'm gonna press down arrow again.
0: Run com registration fixing tool, R.
1: I've never used that before. I'm not quite sure what that is. I I could take a guess, but I I don't want to give you wrong information. So we're just going to keep going down.
0: Reload plugins are.
1: This is if you have a problem with any of your plugins, um, you can use this to, to reload them and kind of start fresh. View log V. Now we're back to view log again. So that's all of the tools menu. So I'm going to left arrow out of there.
0: Tools submenu T, code factory submenu O.
1: Now I have this menu on my copy of NVDA because I did actually get the voices from Code Factory. I have the Eloquence voice and I have the Vocalizer Expressive voice. Um, So if you decide to get those, you'll have that show up in in your main NVDA menu. Um, If you right arrow in here, you can tell what's in here.
0: Code Factory Eloquency code factory vocalizer v code factory Eloquency. so
1: those are the two i have in there so i could invoke um any of these um if i if i wanted to i i don't i don't know it, nvda sounds different when it uses eloquence it's not quite what we're used to with jaws and when i have it running on this machine I go back and forth a lot between NVDA and JAWS, and if I have eloquence running, I forget which one, I'm, which program I'm using <laughs> sometimes. But it, it does handle things a little differently, and it it kind of slows down the functionality of NVDA just because it's an external voice. Um, so I'm not going to use it right now, but that's where it will be if you if you buy those and you need to access them. I'm going to left arrow out of this menu.
0: Code factory sub Help sub-menu-age. Down
1: arrow. Okay, so here's the help area. And this will have some useful things. So I'm going to press the right arrow to open this menu.
0: User guide you.
1: This is the user guide. So it has anything and everything you want to read up on um, with NVDA. Um, It'll open up a web page basically with the the whole user guide. And you can move by headings. You can do different things to move through it um, if you want to. Then I'm going to press the down arrow.
0: Commands Quick Reference Queue.
1: This is pretty handy because it's just some commands um, that they've put in in one place where you can get quickly find out what the commands are for certain things. Again it'll open a, a web browser and it'll be in table format and some headings there too for different types of commands and you'll be able to search for whatever command you're looking for or whatever functionality you want to do and find out what command it is
0: what's new n
1: this is where of course you find out what's new whenever there's an update for NVDA
0: NVDA website W
1: and there's their website Uh, so there's an easy way to get to the website from from the help menu
0: license I Uh,
1: I'm not sure why they have a license area since NVDA is free um, the only thing I have licensed on here is the Code Factory software um, that I that I purchased from them, but I'm not quite sure what shows up under license. Um, I can research that if anybody's interested to know what's what's in there. I'm gonna press down arrow.
0: Contributors? Oh,
1: a list of contributors for for those who write the code and the open source uh, for NVDA.
0: Welcome dialogue. L.
1: Uh, This is, and I've actually turned this off on my main settings. Basically, if you have this enabled, then every time you start NVDA, it gives you this welcome page and uh, what do you want to do and all of these different things. I've turned that off so that it basically opens NVDA and puts me back where I was when I I pressed Ctrl-Alt-N to open it. Um, you can play with that and decide how you would like to have that set for yourself. Um, but I typically don't. I turn off all the welcome things. I do the same thing for Narrator, too. So,
0: Check for update.
1: There's Three. where you would check for updates. Um, I have mine automatically check for updates for NVDA. Um, but if you don't have that or you don't think that it actually checked automatically, you can always go here and, and manually check for the updates.
0: About. And this A. is
1: about, and I pull this up quite often when, when I'm doing testing because in the reports that we submit um, you, we have to show them the version, exact version of NVDA that we're using.
0: User guide you.
1: Now we're back up to user guide. So I'm going to press left arrow to close the help menu.
0: Help submenu H, configuration profiles. Now,
1: this is where you'll find all the profiles you may have saved. Um, I only have one, and I just kind of alter it as I go um, on this machine. Now, on my test machine, I have a demo profile and a testing profile and then a profile that I actually use when I want to use it to check my email and do different things. The main thing I change in in a lot of those is just the speed of the speech and the voices and those kind of things. So you can... If you've saved multiple configuration profiles it they'll be listed here under that um, menu item.
0: Revert to saved configuration R.
1: This is if you make a mistake in your current configuration and then you don't know exactly what you did so you can always revert back if you haven't saved that configuration profile with the mistake in it you can revert back to the last time you saved it. Um, that's saves a lot of people when they they might change something and then they don't know how to get it back. Um, one of the instances where it's useful is if you uh, turn off the speech um, but not the Braille or you do something crazy and and you need to be able to go back to the very last saved configuration quickly um, there's a way to to do that.
0: Reset configuration to factory defaults are
1: and there's where you can, of course, reset it to factory default. If you don't like what you've done to your configuration and you want to start from scratch, that's what you would, you would use for that.
0: Save configuration S.
1: And here's where you save it. When you know you like what you've done, you can save it. Um, and then when you're in whatever configuration profile you're in, when you create your portable copy, that's the main one that it will use when you load it on a different
0: computer. Donate D. The-
1: there's the donate button. So I know we saw that when we downloaded NVDA last time and um, you can always uh, go back here and it'll take you to the, the place on the website where you can make a donation to NVDA. They do a lot of really good work. Um, I myself need to go in and probably make a, a, you know, a donation because I use it a lot, so. Exit X. And this is if you want to exit NVDA Um, This does not just exit the menu, it actually will exit NVDA. Um, So if if your Caps Lock Q doesn't work to quit NVDA, you can always use your Caps Lock N to go to the menu. And then I actually press the up arrow key once and get to exit NVDA. And then press enter and that will exit as well
0: preferences. Uh... So
1: now we're back up to the top where the preferences menus are. So that's basically a little picture of the menu structure and of course you can go into detail with any of these. And if anybody is interested in in a little more detail or information about anything here, please feel free to reach out to me because I, I, I'm really happy to go through you know configuration profiles if you want to spend time on that or input gestures or whatever you might find interesting and useful to you. Uh, I would love to, to help provide that if I can. Okay. So that is the end of that part. Um, and if you, uh, do want to reach out, um, you can go to my website at desirerene.com. That's D-E-S-I-R-E-E-R-E-N-A-E.com. Um, and there's a contact form Um, on there, or you can email me at Desiree at DesireeRenee.com. So um, do we have any questions or hands at this point? We do. Can we please hear from Scott?
3: Yes, you can. Uh, (laughs) uh, Okay. You you mentioned in in the settings there, the Braille viewer. Mm -hmm. So that's showing in real time what the braille display, even you know, like even if the braille user navigates, you know, with the yes. thumb keys, or whatever's on this, whatever the, you know, the, the navigation controls on the display itself, they're they're navigating. So it's, yeah, the, it's the supposed braille to following along. Equally, <laughs> supposedly, yes. Supposedly.
1: Now that is also dependent too on how you have your cursor set. Your and so if you have cursor follows braille or braille oh. follows cursor, um, so if you want that, you might want to change the setting. Uh, in your Braille options to make sure that it's, that the cursor is actually following your Braille cursor instead of the other way around, which is the default. So,
3: but yes. So no, it to it to cursor follows Braille.
1: Yes. Yes.
3: Braille okay. And it also, uh, you may or may not know this. I was curious if like, say, a, I was thinking like if a, if a total and a low vision person were working together. And so the worst one with the low vision is using magnification either built into windows or mm-hmm. possibly even a soft magnification software like zoom text or something will the nvda braille viewer also that will that part of the screen also be magnified
1: it i don't believe so um because but i don't know that would be an interesting possibly. um yeah because and i would guess You'd have to use you, the with Windows so much magnifier, magnifier, right? So. Probably
3: so, maybe because I mean, so much magnification is gonna is gonna be less is gonna cause put more real estate on the screen, the video, the actual video screen. So you, you're gonna have, you'll be impossible to show a whole bunch of different views at the same time. Yes, if too much, with, with too much magnification going on. It would occur to me.
1: That's a good question. Uh, yeah. I I would be very interested. I can't test that myself. I don't have any vision, right. but that would be a very good thing to know. Absolutely.
3: All right, thanks. That's all I had.
1: Okay. Thank you very much. For now, anyway. <laughs> well, All right. More to come. Uh, anyone else?
2: We are clear currently.
1: And how are we doing in Clubhouse? I Brad
2: will raise his hand
1: if we have questions. Uh, yeah, oh. I have no hands raised. So right, we're now. good. Yeah,
2: we're okay.
1: good. Awesome. We'll all know. Okay, perfect. Well, all right. So with that, um, and and I'll be honest. I think the second part will be a little bit more interesting, just because it's it's real, you know, web navigation and kind of going through some of that. So I'm going to go ahead and start that recording now, and we'll have hopefully some time for questions afterwards. Now I want to show some basic techniques to use NVDA on a web page. Um, I'm picking a web page that I know is accessible so that we can get a really good idea of what it's like to kinda navigate with NVDA. So I'm gonna go to my desktop and for right now I'm gonna use Firefox. Um, That's typically the browser I like to use. However, there are instances where some pages work better in Chrome or Edge. Uh, It just kind of depends, but I always start with Firefox.
0: Mozilla Firefox, navigation toolbar.
1: All right, so now just to make sure, I'm going to press Alt and D to get to my address bar. Expanded. And I'm going to tap in the website we're going to. And this is, I've been listening to this podcast for a couple of weeks now, and I really am enjoying it. And they have a website. It's the Double Tap podcast. if you're not familiar with it, you should check it out. It's pretty cool. Anyway, um they have a website that's called DoubleTapOnAir.com. So I'm going to go to that website now and show you how NVDA navigates. And press Enter.
0: Clickable banner landmark visited link graphic. Double tap header menu navigation landmark list with five items. Clickable link stories. Clickable link podcast. Clickable link Ami.
1: Now NVDA does this, it says clickable a lot, but you can use the keyboard on it. I'm not quite sure why that it does that and JAWS does not say clickable every time. Um, I believe there's a way to make it not do that, um, but I haven't set that up on this machine, so.
0: Clickable link other shows, clickable link contact, out of list collapse sub menu link search, blank, main landmark heading level two link, double tap airs holiday gift.
1: Okay. So this is the top of their page here. Um, they have a couple of navigational things at the top, and then it goes straight into different stories and episodes and different things that they're using. Okay. Now that we're on the website, um, I'm just going to kind of go over some tricks to kind of navigate. Uh, the first thing you can pull is your elements lists and that'll give you an idea if you don't want to use all the navigation keys and you just want to know how many links are here, how many headings are here and that kind of thing. Um, If you're familiar with JAWS, it's a lot of insert plus F5, insert plus F6, insert plus F7. Uh, So um, you can pull those different elements that way. With NVDA, you only use insert plus F7 and then it opens a tree view. And you can pick the element you want, and then you can view just those elements. It filters out just those things and puts them in a list for you. I'm going to do caps lock plus F7.
0: Elements list dialog, tree view, search, collapse submenu 8 of 52 levels.
1: So it puts you inside the list of whatever element is chosen. So the way to change that or find out which elements are being listed is to press shift tab
0: type grouping links radio button checked alt plus k
1: so right now i am moving i'm seeing all of the links in a list so it's like a links list if you're familiar with that with jaws so if i use my arrow keys here i can actually change the elements that are showing so i can do the down arrow
0: headings radio button checked alt plus h
1: so now you are going to get all the headings um, and it's giving you these tool tips. so if you're in this elements list and you remember okay I want the headings element you can use the alt plus H for headings or
0: links radio button checked alt plus K alt
1: plus K for links um, from anywhere and then it will list those elements for you and you won't have to go through this uh, list in the tree view but we'll keep going through just so you see what's here
0: form fields radio button checked alt plus f
1: so there's form fields
0: buttons radio button checked alt plus b buttons landmarks radio button checked alt plus d Uh,
1: landmarks
0: links radio button checked
1: back up to links again Um, you do not have graphics that is one sad thing i use the graphics list a lot um, in testing and I have to use JAWS for that if I want to actually pull up a list of all the graphics and to see if they have alt text and that kind of thing. Currently there's no way to pull that list up in NVDA so maybe they'll come up with a, a way to do that eventually. So let's see I, how many headings are here and what the heading structure kind of seems like so I'm going to down arrow from here to headings.
0: Headings radio button checked alt plus H
1: and then I'm gonna press the tab key and that's gonna take me to my list of now just the headings.
0: Tree view, double tap airs holiday gift guide specials on 11th and 12th of December on AMI audio one of 16 level zero.
1: All right, um, sometimes NVDA's announcements of the heading levels is a bit off, I find, um, versus JAWS that gives you the exact heading level that it is. Um, That way you can use the numbers to navigate to the different heading levels. So if you want to get to all the heading threes, you press the number three on the website. Um, NVDA doesn't always tell you accurately what level you're at or that heading is at. So um, just something to keep in mind. So I'm going to down arrow and see what other headings are here.
0: Androids leap in accessibility. Blind users embrace seeing AI. Be my AI. And talk back 14.1 Expanded 2 of 16 Level 0.
1: So that's the second heading and that's one of the kind of their featured stories that they have at the top of their their website.
0: Level 1 SciTech Global Conference Gets Underway 1 of 2.
1: So it does tell you this is kind of nested under that heading um, So and there's two of them. So that's the first one and then I'll down arrow.
0: Google announces new features in TalkBack 14.12 of two level one.
1: And then if I down arrow again, it's going to go back and and do a different heading at the top level.
0: Level zero latest episodes three of 16.
1: All right. So here's a list of all of their episodes, the latest ones now um, on their podcast. And they actually have episodes every day, which is, even on Saturdays, so six days a week, <laughs> they have episodes of their podcast. Um, they have a lot of fun doing it, I think too. It is a tech podcast kind of. There is a lot of good information there, but there's also just a lot of real conversation about about different issues and topics that might be coming up um, in you know in the accessibility world or um, the disability community. It's very interesting so, I would definitely recommend it for for just a nice listen if you're i, I do it sometimes when i can't sleep <laughs> surprise i don't sleep every night um so i'm gonna press down arrow again here
0: android gets major updates four of 16 level zero
1: so that's their latest episode here
0: sci global gets underway and david ward's fire tv stick buying guide five of 16 level zero be My AI comes to Android and David Ward's Echo Gift Guide 6 of 16 Level 0. Seeing AI comes to Android 7 of 16 Level 0. Latest Stories 8 of 16 Level 0.
1: All right. So sometimes they'll have stories that are not episodes, um, and they'll say, check out more about this on the website, or and they'll put things up here that they don't necessarily have in the podcast itself. So...
0: B My AI comes to Android as Open Beta Feature 9 of 16 Level 0. Microsoft announcing AI for Android 10 of 16 Level 0. Celebrating the role of tech on International Day of Persons with Disabilities 11 of 16. Blind audio describer Fern Lullum on latest work on Netflix Drama 12 of 16 Level 0.
1: Okay, and just, you know, I'm, I'm simply arrowing through these headings because there are quite a few of them. If you ever want to move to one of them, Um, you can always press the enter key
0: main landmark blind audio describer fern lullum on latest work on netflix drama link heading level two
1: and if i down arrow now
0: december 1st 2023 link new apple film promotes personal voice feature heading level two link new apple film promotes personal voice feature november 30th
1: so it's the main text that's under there is just the dates that they released those. Um, so it's it's not a whole lot. Sometimes it is more of, of a description underneath the headings. It just kind of depends on which one you pick. Um, so. so now that's the elements list, and we did headings. Let's try now and see if there are any links. Well, we know there are links. Let's see if there are any form fields or buttons or landmarks here. So I'm going to press the Caps Lock F7 again.
0: Elements list dialog. Tree view. New Apple Film Promotes Personal Voice Feature 13 of 16 Level 0.
1: Okay. So I'm still listing the headings because that's the last thing I told it to do. Um, So I'm going to actually try to press Alt F and see if I can just list the form fields without going into the tree view.
0: Type grouping form fields radio button checked Alt plus F.
1: So it did go to that. However, I am gonna to have to tab because basically what that did was it took me into the tree view and focused on the form field option. And now if I want the list of those, I need to press tab. Tree view. Well, there are no form fields on this particular page. So when I arrow, there's nothing, there's nothing listed. Um, you could actually find out that as well if you are on the page and you try to press F for form field um, and it will say there are no form fields on this page. Um, So now I'm gonna shift tab back and let's see if there are any landmarks.
0: Buttons radio landmarks radio button checked alt plus d tree view main two of three level zero.
1: Okay so we're on the main area above it I'm gonna up arrow
0: level one header menu Navigation 1 of 1.
1: So that's the their header menu with some of those main items at the very top of the page and then down arrow.
0: Level 0 main 2 of 3.
1: And this is the main landmark or region. Um, I've heard them referred to as both. So JAWS mostly says region um, NVDA uses landmark um, and they're approached differently depending on which screen reader you're using so i'm going to press down arrow again to see what the last landmark is
0: content info three of three level zero
1: so that's where you'd have all your copyright and different things like that in that landmark so that's how you use the elements list um, feature basically if you ever want to just get out of it and you don't want to pick anything you can always press the escape key which i'm going to do now
0: double tap it's a tech show. Honest. Mozilla Fire.
1: <laughs> Honest. It's a tech show. So um, I'm going to go back up to the top. I'm going to use Control-Home.
0: Link skip to content.
1: Okay. So they do have a skip to content link. So if you don't want to go through those first options, you can, you can do that. Um, so now I want to kind of go over how to use navigation quick keys, they call them. And that's basically when you use the letters to move you through different element types. Um, I'm also, I'm going to show you, I'm going to press the caps lock one key and turn on the input help and see if it gives us the information that we need when we press these letters inside of uh, the browser. So I'm going to press caps lock one
0: input help on.
1: Now I'm going to press the letter H here,
0: H moves to the next heading.
1: So here's, it tells you I am in Firefox, and it knows that. And it and in this case, when I'm in the browser, H will move you to the next heading. And if I do Shift-H,
0: Shift-plus-H moves to the previous heading.
1: Goes to the previous heading. So you could literally go through the whole alphabet here and decide which things have, um, have different navigation keys. So like A.
0: A moves to the next annotation.
1: Annotation.
0: B, moves to the next button. (laughs) C, moves to the next combo box. D, moves to the next landmark. E, moves to the next edit field. F, moves to the next form field. G, moves to the next graphic.
1: So though you can't list the graphics, um, you can move through the graphics on a page using G. And then, of course, H does heading.
0: I moves to the next list item. J.
1: J doesn't do anything yet, oh.
0: K moves to the next link. L moves to the next list. M moves to the next frame. N skips forward past a block of links. O moves to the next embedded object.
1: And that's a whole nother thing. You, We can do a whole episode on the object navigation, embedded object and object navigation. It's pretty cool um, because it, it lets you get to places uh, on pages or in applications that are hard to get to with just the keyboard. Um, so that, that is a really interesting feature that I learned about recently and I, I like it a lot.
0: P, Q, moves to the next block quote, R moves to the next radio button, S, moves to the next separator.
1: So you get the idea. I I pretty much did almost all of the alphabet now. So, um, so that's how you use quick navigation keys. So I'm going to turn this input help off and then we'll, we'll go ahead and do some of that. Actually, let's see what happens when we do the numbers.
0: One moves to the next heading at level one, two, moves to the next heading at level two. Yeah,
1: so this is the same as, as JAWS does. So you can use the numbers if you know you're on a page and you know that the main parts you want to get to are at all at heading level two. Um, and then everything underneath there, the threes and the fours are details. You don't really necessarily want to have to just press HHH to get through. Those are really helpful on, on very large websites with a whole lot of content. Um, And that's where it's important to know what level your headings are at so you know which numbers to use. So I'm going to turn input help off by pressing caps lock one.
0: NVDA plus one input help off.
1: And now I'm going to go links down to the first heading here
0: main landmark double tap airs holiday gift guide specials on 11th and 12th of december over the last mo- december join so Stephen.
1: underneath that heading he's keep they your have a dis- bunch over of the last month you've been here. sharing
0: your top gift ideas with us and on the 11th and 12th of december join Stephen and sean as they reveal their top 50 picks from your choices keep your ideas coming the gift guide closes on december 30th link submit to the gift guide
1: so this is fascinating they opened this up and and people have been putting different ideas for gifts um here and you can submit them uh it sounds like all the way to the end of december (laughs) um so yeah i'm going to actually press enter here because there's going to be a few more heading types that we can explore and use the navigation the heading navigation keys
0: double tap holiday gift guide 2023 Double-tap busy. Link skip to content. Banner landmark link graphic double-tap. Header menu navigation landmark.
1: Sometimes it says busy. Uh, The Mac does that too when it's trying to load the page. So so it's loaded that page. Now I'm going to use my H key.
0: Main landmark double-tap holiday gift guide 2023 heading level 2. Personalized training from Harkin Consultancy heading level 3. Submitted by Lena heading level 4.
1: Okay, so
0: mystic access heading level 3.
1: It sounds like all of the actual gifts are at heading 3, and then if you want details and who submitted them and a, a brief description, then those are at heading 4. So that was just using the H key. Now if I want to use number navigation, I'm going to press 3.
0: The 12. Topsy-turvy. Very Messy Days of Christmas by James Patterson, heading level three.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Okay, so I can either use four or I can just down arrow from here.
0: Heading level four submitted by Lena.
1: So it did tell you that that's a heading level four, and that is accurate. It is actually a heading level four, so that's good. Um,
0: This is a delightful book which the whole family can enjoy. James Patterson is a brilliant storyteller. And this is a masterpiece of humor, fantasy, mystery, and tender-heartedness woven together to create a book which can be enjoyed by all ages. The audio edition narrator does an excellent job. Link Amazon.com. Heading level 3 Bespoke Braille Bling.
1: Okay, so that's the end of that one. And, it, and at the very end it has a link where you can get whatever recommendation that they are, are showing you on the gifts. Now let's pull up the heading list and see what that looks like as well. So I'm going to do a Caps Lock F7.
0: Elements List Dialog. Tree View. Level 1 Bespoke Braille Bling Expanded 4 of 25. Level 2 Submitted by John 1 of 1.
1: So you see here where the levels are a little confusing because now it's telling you 1 and 2. But we know from when we were in there that those are heading levels uh, 3 and 4. So this navigation doesn't give you a very clear picture of what levels the headings are at the way that JAWS does, so just for your information. You can get an idea of what they are but the numbers um, don't quite make a whole lot of sense out of context until you get into the the site itself. So that's basic website navigation and I hope that people find that helpful. Hopefully um, it covers enough to get you started if you're not familiar with navigating with a screen reader. As you can tell, NVDA offers many of the same features that JAWS does. Um, It's just the navigating is a little bit different in some cases and very similar in others. So that is some basics on web navigation with NVDA. Okay, so that is the end of both of the pre-recorded presentations. Um, so I'll pause again to see if we have any questions or comments.
2: We are clear, but I've got a question for you.
1: Oh, can, good. you yes. me,
2: can you tell me, please, NVDA has a fine command. I know it's like NVDA control F or something like that.
1: Um, it's just uh, your modifier key. So in my case, it's caps lock F.
2: Okay, so it's yeah. just Caps Lock F. Yeah, you
1: can also use the um, Caps Lock F3 um, and that will find the instance for you and then you can keep p- pressing that and it, it literally goes to the the text that you're looking for. So. Okay, I,
2: I went into the input gestures and, and the laptop layout, the read current line command is NVDA plus L and mm-hmm. I made it NVDA plus I just like JAWS.
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh. I
2: wonder if I could in the input gestures um make the find command the same thing as JAWS.
1: You you can. Um okay. just know that if if there's something like I think they've swapped the pass key through and the find commands. Um so like for JAWS, the F3 insert F3 is or caps lock F3 is pass key through. NDA it's insert F2. (laughs) So they've kind of swapped that. So if you, if you're doing any of that and it warns you, it says, you know, there's a conflict, there's already something assigned to this. Do you still want to do it? And you can do that. Mm -hmm. And the nice thing is if you do those things, you can use the, you know, caps lock number one and and press those keys. If you forgot what you set it for, (laughs) Um, (laughs) then you can actually get, you know, get that information. Um, so yeah. So the the
2: cool. the keyboard or the keyboard describer or keyboard help d- uh, adjusts to whatever you make it. It yes. Oh, that's yep. awesome.
1: Yes. So, and you know that that's that's to say. Now, if you go to the like the quick reference um, guide or anything like that, where they have all obviously those won't match if you've changed the defaults. Some of the defaults um but it's it's pretty handy and and you know you can kind of do that a little bit on the iphone and voiceover you can assign different gestures and swipe things and uh you know i've i've done a little bit of that and then i what have i done to my phone now i can't do it <laughs> <laughs> and we do
2: have a hand now can we please hear from Carlos?
3: youth currently unmuted oh why hand now lowered oh wide hand now raised. we
1: can hear you carla You were unmuted. I think you're
4: muted yeah, again. Yeah,
1: you're muted again. Can you hear me now? Yes.
4: Yep. Yeah. And Jaws keeps losing its focus. I, I, as you can see, I haven't loaded NVDA yet. Uh, well, anyhow, um, I was okay with your presentation until I got sort of to the end here, Um Although there was one question from um, the middle too, I got a little confused. Okay, I got lost. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. First of all, what were you saying? I have two questions. I, well, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm just really confused now. Doesn't take much, um, but. The um, What did you say about the uh, two things? The difference between JAWS as far as landmarks, uh, you know, what um, NVDA calls landmarks and JAWS calls something else. And also the three search and the pass through and the differences, like uh, the difference between F3 and the, you know, the um, modifier T1, um, you know what I mean? That's where I got really confused about those things.
1: Okay. Yeah. So to your first, your first question. So landmarks and regions are the same thing. Um, It's basically a way that, that uh, they can kind of put markers so you can get to the main area or the navigation area or the footer area of a site. Um, So JAWS calls them uh, regions and NVDA calls them landmarks, but they're basically the same thing um, JAWS, you actually move through with R and shift R and NVDA it's D and shift D. (laughs) So it's a little confusing on the, uh, the different keys that it uses. Um, so hopefully that clears that up a little bit. I, you know, I use headings more than I use landmarks or regions myself, but there are times when it's good to just be able to skip to the main, your main region or your navigations. If you just want to go back up to somewhere to to navigate menus and things. Um, uh, So to your second question, um, so if if you are using NVDA or JAWS and you're in an application that uses a key command that NVDA or JAWS uses for something else, um, they both offer what they call uh, pass key through. So you can press. You're in, in NVDA's case, it's um, the caps lock plus F2 and it, it'll let you pass the next press of a key through. So it'll ignore whatever NVDA thinks that key is supposed to do and allow you to use it for whatever function you want to use it in the app. Um, with JAws, it's insert or modifier key caps lock plus F3. NVDA, it's F2. so but they do the same thing. Hopefully that didn't confuse you more and answer your question.
4: No, it didn't. But the difference between the find and the F3 too, there was another F3 thing.
1: Yeah. So um, if, if you want to find something on your screen um, and do like a search for an, like, for instance, if you want to look for the word um, gift and there's like three instances of that word on the screen. Um, If you're at the top, then your um, caps lock, uh, Caps Lock F3 will find it f- the first time it shows up, and it'll take your focus to that. Whereas if you just press the F key with your insert key, it will say, I found a couple of instances, and you can go to the first one and kind of list them versus taking you to them. So it's it's just something to kind of play around with if you, if you have a way that you want to search the screen or search a file um, for certain text. Does that make sense or should
4: I? So the F would just take you, just tell you it's there where F3 can, you can do next and next. And yes. Next, next. Okay. That's right. Yes. Is
1: Jaws Like that too, or um, Jaws, it's like control insert F, right? So it's a little bit, um, but yes, they, it does the same sort of thing if you use the now I'm getting my F keys confused. <laughs> F3, I think is no F2 is Jaws is and F. Yeah. Um we can always, you know, even in JAWS, you can do the keyboard, uh, keyboard help and then you can get help with,
0: Jaws the which you the Jaws yep, see, they've Jaws changed, the yeah, document, so
1: it's control. insert plus F3 for JAWS, um, it's your find, so.
4: Okay, thank you very much, I, I'm i sorry, I'm such a slow learner. No, that's,
1: I, you know, all of this stuff is, and there's so much to remember, and especially if you're trying to learn a bunch of things at the same time. So um, the nice thing is that there is that input help. So you, if you forget something and you can always um, you know, uh, go to the quick reference, it opens up kind of in a web browser and you can literally move down by different types of commands, reading, navigating, um, those kind of things. And it'll tell you what all the key combinations are for desktop and laptop. So they're different layouts. So the keys are a little bit different all right um do we have any more questions we're clear we're all clear all right well um again if if somebody you know has more they want to know or different things they want to know about nvda or or you have ideas for future you know in the coming year um, you can definitely reach out to me. The website again is DesireeRenee.com, um, D-E-S-I-R-E-E-R-E-N-A-E.com. D-E-S-I-R-E-E-R-E-N-A-E.com. Um, and there's a contact me page there or Desiree at for email. Um, and I'm hoping, you know, kind of um, in, the, in the next little bit to really dive into some music stuff, because I think a lot of people might find that interesting. Um, but, you know, if anybody has, has ideas for things they want to know more about or, or anything, or any, just questions or anything, feel free to reach out to me. Yeah. So if we have nothing further, um, we can probably go ahead and wrap up. We're about close to time. Um, so um, I hope everybody has a good weekend. And we, um, I, I misspoke last time and I was. I was, I said that we, we do it the first and third Friday. It's actually, um, the second and fourth. So we will be back, um, on the 22nd of December. So hopefully, um, if you get a chance to join, that would be awesome. And I will talk to everybody then.